Hey folks, great evening. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another millionaire midnight rant where I give everybody on the planet here to give <clears throat> give them the opportunity to pick my brain, ask me questions here about success, about manifesting your dreams, about being an outstanding, happy person, okay? Becoming wealthy. Becoming the first generation of millionaire in your family here. And tonight's rant is going to be about how to cultivate your power. How many of you believe, and I want you to be very honest with me, okay? How many of you believe that you are powerful? Comment below, please. Okay? How many of you believe, ladies and gentlemen, that is listening to me right now, how many of you believe that you are powerful, okay? Comment below here. Hey, Peter. Hey, Martinette. How are you lavish? I'm how are you? How's everybody doing tonight? Okay? I mean, honestly, and be honest with yourself. Just don't respond because I don't Respond in the affirmative because you feel or think that I want to hear yes. I mean, if you believe that you're not powerful, just be honest. Okay. But how many of you feel and just believe that you are a powerful person? And the reason that I asked, I was talking to someone today. And, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm like, I know this person is powerful. But when I was having a conversation with the person, I can tell that they felt powerless. They felt that life was getting tough. It was unfair. They felt that they know God has something planned for them, but they feel that they're still uncertain and lost. And let me tell you what I told her. And that's what I want to tell everybody here that believe that they are powerless. I told that person, I said, you're powerful, but you're just not aware of your power. Because the person said something to the point of, well, Wesley, you know, I have to get my power back and you're the only person that can help me do that. And, you know... I need to, you know, get back to where I was before. And I said, you are powerful. You just are not aware on how powerful you are. And I want I want all of you to really understand and to get that. I know some of you said below, I'm powerful, I'm powerful, I'm powerful. Well, for everybody that said that you're powerful, why aren't you acting like it? Maybe we need to define what does it mean to be a powerful person. A person that's powerful understand that the way that they feel, their emotions, and how they see the world is their responsibility. A person that's powerful realizes that they will feel different emotions as they live. However, 
it's up to them to label what those emotions mean to them. Okay? A powerful person understands that they create their world. That every moment of their day, all the thoughts that they're thinking about, they are creating their reality. A powerful person, they feel sad sometimes. A powerful person gets upset. But a powerful person does not suffer. Okay? They don't suffer. They don't consistently exacerbate experiences or things that have made them sad or angry, upset or mad or bitter or even resentful. They don't stack negative thoughts and negative experiences on different type of emotions. So let me ask you again. Oh, another thing, powerful people, they are very aware of their ability to win. Like a person that's powerful, that truly believe that they are powerful, they know that they're winners. And not only do they know, they act like it. Some of you, listen, I don't care what comes out of your mouth. You can say that you're powerful. You can say that you're going to be rich. You can say you're going to be a millionaire. You're going to be successful. But I pay attention to your actions. What are you doing? Who are you hanging around? What are you watching? Think about it for a second. Like even now, it's the weekend. What are you doing that's going to allow you to have the life that you deserve to have? What are you doing right now on the weekend or in this moment that will allow you to construct the reality that you will be proud of? Okay? Does that make sense? So what I want to do here tonight is I want to teach you how to cultivate your power. Okay? Because I know many of you think you're powerful, but unfortunately, you don't act like it. Number one, write this down. You are powerful. I want you to understand that you are. Like where you are right now in this moment, you are a very extremely powerful person. But just like anything, power has to be cultivated. Please write that down. Power has to be cultivated. It just doesn't happen. Like LeBron James didn't become King James, one of the best basketball players on the planet, just because, or just, just because, or just because he said he was powerful, just because he said that he was going to do well in the NBA. He had to cultivate it. Tiger Woods, which is 
arguably one of the number one golf players on the planet. <coughs> Excuse me. He didn't become that way because he just said, well, I'm the greatest, I'm the best, or I will be the best. No. He had to cultivate that power. Many of you don't realize that what you say has to be supported by actions. Okay? Let me say that again. Let me say it slowly for you so you can get it. I want you to understand that what you say out of your mouth must be supported by actions. You can say that you're powerful. You can say, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be great. I'm going to be the first generation of million in my, in my family. I'm going to find the significant other of my dreams. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But if there's no action, then there's no dream. If there's no action, then the result that you desire diminishes. Am I making sense, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. So let me teach you how to cultivate the power. Obviously, this is what I do too, you know. This is why I'm such a powerful person. This is why people come to me and they want to talk with me or chat with me because they feel that I have something that they don't. And I constantly remind people that I, I listen, God gave me the same power that he gave you, honestly, he really did. I just cultivated my power and I'm aware of it. You're just not aware of your power. Many of you are only aware of your power when life is happening the way you want it to happen. But whenever life is not happening the way that you want it to happen, then you feel powerless. Does that make sense? That's almost all of you. You know, when you're making money, you're in love, you're looking good, everybody giving you compliments, you're getting the promotion at your job, you're making more money, then of course you feel powerful. You feel that you can do anything. But if you lose money, someone steal your money, you go through a divorce, go through a breakup, start to get overweight and fat. Now, you feel that you're powerless. You don't know what to do. Listen, extremely powerful people on the planet, a.k.a. wealthy people, they're more powerful when they're in the darkest areas of their life. Okay? Wealthy people. Like, we're more powerful when shit happens. We're more powerful when adversity begins to take place. That's when we're more powerful, okay? Because being powerful, it's not needed when you're making a ton of money. You know, being powerful is not needed when everybody's treating you well. 
power needs to be utilized when you're uncertain. It has to be utilized when you have doubt. It has to be utilized when you don't even know what to do. You don't even know how you're going to get yourself out of the predicament. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Are you with me here? So what I want to do here, hey, Anna, how are you? I want to give you some practical things you can do to begin to cultivate the power in your life. Is that okay? Come with the word, let's go, please. Make sure you write this down as well. Take out something to write with. Take notes. I learned it. I've learned this years ago that whenever someone that is, whenever someone who is wealthier than you, or have the life that you want, is speaking, take notes. Don't be an old fool. There's a lot of old fools on the planet. They're fifty plus, still not taking notes, still not living their dreams, still not traveling the world. Still can't do what they want to do when they want to do it. Still struggling financially. Still trying to get their life in order. All because they didn't take notes when it was necessary. Okay, so take notes. So one. And many of these things you've heard me say that you've heard me say before, but I think it's very imperative to reiterate certain things, because even when you hear something, you don't have the tendency to apply it to your life. But if you hear it again, then maybe you might say to yourself, "I must take action on what Wesley is saying," because he said it more than once. I mean, maybe this is something that I need to pay attention to. And this is one of those times here, okay? So to begin to cultivate the power or your individual power, you must begin to isolate and separate yourself from the world, the masses. Write that down, okay? You must separate yourself from the masses. Now, let me tell you why that's so important here. Let me go deeper here. The reason why it's important to separate from the masses because the masses are playing a very major part in your beliefs. How many of you have a mama and a daddy? Cousin, friend, best friend, your bone coon, your best friend, sister friend, your, your boy, your guy. These people that you've attached yourself with, that you love, you care about. They are shaping and reinforcing your beliefs. Okay? Now, let me ask you a question. The people that you're around, do you think they're powerful or powerless? Are you around people that complain? Are they grateful? Do you have people that feel that life is against them or life is for them? Do you have people that always have negative adversities, problems, challenges every single day of their life? Are you around people that always succeeding, always getting what they want? Are you around people who are unlucky? Or are you around people 
will always get what they desire. Listen, it's very important here. Okay, I want you to really to understand this. And this is for the people that just really want to break the curse of poverty and break the curse of averageness. Listen to me close here, please. You must separate yourself from the masses, the status quo. Because even though it's familiar... And even though you're very accustomed to it, you know, some of you, you're familiar with your friends. You know what to expect, right? Your mom, your dad, your cousin, your uncle, your friends, right? You're familiar with these people. And even though you need, you even know you need to separate from them, but you're so familiar and comfortable with them. But let me tell you something here. If you hang around a bunch of people who are powerless, you will not end up a powerful person. Does that make sense? Let me say it again. Like I said, I got to repeat myself sometime because some of you, when you leave this rant, you don't just do it. If you hang around or talk to or associate with a bunch of powerless people. You know, people that just, this will never work. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It's the government's fault. It's my daddy's fault. It's this person's fault. It's my professor's fault. It's my teacher's fault. It's my kid's fault. It's my husband's fault. It's my wife's fault. You will never become a powerful individual. Because those type of people are powerless. A powerless person is a person that feels that they have no control over their life or circumstances. Does that make sense? Okay. Have no control. People that are powerless are the people who are stuck. You know, people that say, oh, man, I'm stuck right now. I don't know what to do, Wes. You're powerless. I know somebody right now said, oh, my God, that's that's me. I said I was stuck. That's a powerless statement. Powerful people, they don't say that they're stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. You know, I just, I don't know. I'm just stuck. I'm in a dark spot. No, powerful people don't speak that way. Does that make sense? At all. That is not the narrative that they speak on their life. So write it down. You have to isolate and you have to separate from the masses. Not forever. Okay? Of course, I want you to get some some social interaction with people eventually, but for... A couple of months, I want you to separate yourself from the masses, from the people that you love, but they're just no good for you. How many of you right now, and be honest with me, please, 
How many of you know right now you have people in your life that you love to life, but you know that this person needs to be removed from your life? How many of you know somebody in your life that you love to life, but you know that they are not serving you in a way that is causing you to make progress, that is causing you to be happy, that is causing you to be able to reach your goals and your dreams? Comment below, please. Okay? Everybody knows this type of person. Everybody has this type of individual in their life right now. And my question to you is, why don't you cut the ties? Why don't you let them go? You ever thought about that? You know, many of you say you're serious about being wealthy. I mean, many of you have been saying it for years. I'm going to make a million this year. This is my year. This is my year. This is my year. Okay, this new year. This is my year. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work out. I'm going to read more books. I'm going to start a new business. I'm, I'm, this is my year. I'm changing, y'all. However... Nothing ever changes. You ever notice that? And you know what some of you do? You say, well, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not because of my friend. It's not because of my, my mom. It's not because of my dad. It's not because of them. It's not because of them. No, no, no. They're not the problem. No, no, no. They, they support me. No, no, no. These people, they're okay. They're okay. They're okay. How many, how many of you have ever said that? You justify why you should keep the same people in your life. But do you realize something? That the same people that's in your life right now is responsible for the results that you currently have. What did I say in the beginning of this rant? I said the people in your life are shaping and reinforcing your current beliefs. Like your beliefs on what type of car you should drive. The beliefs of where you should live. The belief of how much money that you should earn per month. Those people. So the question, how do you change it? And this comes to number two. And cultivating your power. Write this down, please. You must raise your standards. Mm. Let me say that again. Listen, you have to raise your standards. Listen, if you're making $50,000 a year right now, and you want to make $100,000 a year, you have to raise your standards. If you're in a toxic relationship right now that you know is no good, right? You know you need to get out of it. You have to raise your standards. If you don't like where you live, you don't really enjoy the car, you're grateful for it, but you really want a better car, you have to raise your standards. My question to you is, how do you raise your standards, but yet you won't release yourself around what's coming? The people... 
Do you not realize the people that you're around? I wanted to say that they're the problem, but actually you're the problem because you won't detach yourself from these people. It's them. Because they know who you are today. Do you not realize that the people that are around you, they know you, the old you. They don't know the new you. They know the old you. Right? They don't know the responsible you, the financially astute you, and the you that can budget money properly, and the you that actually cares about him or herself, and the, the, the you that is intelligent, and the you that's very determined and persevere. No. They know the lazy you. They know the lethargic you, the one that's irresponsible. The one is always asking for money. The one is always trying to jump into a new deal. The one is always talking about what they're going to do, but do nothing. That's the person they know. Does that make sense? That's the person that they're familiar with. I want everybody to comment these words below. I must raise my standards. I did it. Listen up. <clears throat> I would never tell you anything that I haven't done. Yeah? I'm a young man. I'm a young black man from Houston, Texas. Many of you know my story. You can always listen to the podcast to get the entire story. But I grew up in the hood, south side, sunny side area here in Houston, Texas. It was nothing opulent, nothing great. About that side of town. Okay? It wasn't a Lamborghini nor a Ferrari in sight. At all. Okay? We didn't have a country club. Hell, we didn't even have a gym. At all. Okay? But. I had to realize that even though I have friends, of course, I'm a, I'm a very personable man. I was a very personable kid. I had friends. I had best friends. I had childhood friends. I had neighborhood friends, of course. But let me share something with you. Every friend that I had in my past that I cared about. I let them all go. All of them. High school friends, gone. Childhood friends, gone. I don't talk to them. It's not because I'm mean. It's because I've just raised my standards. Does that make sense? That's it. You have to realize something about people. Some people are very okay with an average, normal, mediocre life. And listen, there's nothing wrong with that, right? If that's what you want, boo, do your thing, do you. Somebody okay with going to the nine to five job, coming home, 
Spend a little time with the kids, spend a little time with the wife, watch a little TV, drink a little beer, drink a little wine, go to bed and do it all over again for the next 20, 30 years. I mean, there's many people on the planet that are okay with that. Got many people that choose the weekend to have a bunch of fun, drink, hang out, laugh, <laughs> drink, eat a little steak if they can, and go out, taco night, whatever, you know. It's okay. However, I didn't want any part of that, personally. I didn't desire a normal, average life, personally. I mean, I lived a normal life when I was growing up with my parents. And my life wasn't terrible, but it wasn't desirable. Does that make sense? How many of you can relate? Like, my childhood wasn't terrible, but it wasn't desirable. I wouldn't tell people, man, I want you to have a childhood like mine. Absolutely not. No. I had to raise my standards. And I realized that my friends didn't want to raise their standards. They were okay living normal regulatory lives. And I want you to understand that many of your friends and your family, they're okay living normal regulatory lives. You know, it's not a big deal. Maybe they may complain and bitch about it, but it is what it is. And then they say, well, you know, it's just my life. It's not a big deal. It's not that bad. Let's go out this weekend. We're going to have a good time, girl. Let's go out this weekend, my guy. Let's go have a good time to go chase some ladies. You know, chase some women. Let's get some ladies tonight. Right? But I was serious about not having this normal average life. I didn't want any part of it. And I had to let him go. Even till today, I don't talk to any childhood friends. I don't talk to any high school friends. I don't talk to any army friends. No one. They gone. I mean, I don't know what they're doing, but, you know, I mean, they gone. Because we have nothing to talk about. See, this is how you know when you're changing, ladies and gentlemen. You know, people always ask me, well, Wesha, how do you know when you're changing? How do you know when you're changing? When you're not interested in the conversations of your friends, family, the people that you can just talk to all night and all day, you just don't even want to have those conversations any longer. Does that make sense? You become very disinterested in those type of conversations. (laughs) That's how you know you're changing, by the way. When those old conversations that used to crack you up, make you laugh, put a big old smile on your face, now they annoy the shit out of you. You're like, man, I'm ready to go. I remember we used to have game nights in my family with the cousins. So the cousins would get together and have game night at different, um, you know, my place, their place, this person's place, and... We'll all bring something to eat and, you know, we'll 
have a little game night. You know, I think it was usually taboo or some other little family game. And I used to go to those game nights. But let me tell you something. It got to a point that the game nights were a waste of my fucking time. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, Wesley, isn't family important? Don't you got to hang out with family? Isn't family everything? Blah, 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 blah. How about family? What about family? Well, listen. Um, is family important? Absolutely. But what does that mean? Does that mean I have to go to game nights? Does that mean I have to spend time with my family? You know, with my cousins and uncles and aunties. I mean, does that mean I have to be at the house once a week, once a month to measure how important I think they are? No. Listen, family is important too. But let me tell you what else is important. Wealth. Legacy. Having options. See, one thing I learned about money, and a lot of you, you know, you do, you talk down on money. You know, you just like some of you hate when I talk about money too. You're like, oh, you always talk about money. <laughs> Let me tell you what's so powerful about money. It money gives you options. Money can de-stress a person instantly. Does that make sense? I mean, if you have a problem, like a lot of you got problems, and I promise you dollars to donuts, your problem relates to the lack of money. Some of you women are in relationships with a man right now, and the only reason you can't leave because you want to leave because you don't have what? Money. Some of you can't stand your job. You can't stand it. You don't want to go. But if you have more than enough money, you wouldn't go. Are you with me here? Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Family is important, but it's right up there with money. Okay. And to be honest with you, I love my family. But, man, we're on two different universes. We're on two different planets. Even to have a conversation with my family, which I haven't had a conversation with them in a long time, but it would just be annoying to me. I'm just going to be honest with you. And listen, you'll get it too one day. You know, as you transition and change, it's just going to be very annoying. You just don't even want to. You don't even want to talk (laughs) because they're talking about nothing. One day you're going to talk to your best friend. You're going to like, oh, God, that's how you're going to talk about, you know, what we did or what we didn't do and who you dating and who this person. Like, God, it's going to be so futile. You're going to like, God, ladies, can we just not talk? Because when you begin to change, The conversation that you want to have has to have purpose. Or you want it to have some type of purpose. You'll start to live your life more intentional. You know, I realize that most people, they don't live an intentional life. They just do whatever. 
Somebody told me the other day, I said, well, you want to travel? It said they want to travel more. I said, well, you want to travel to? He said, wherever the world takes me. I'm like, what does that even mean? Wherever the world takes you? The world is not taking you anywhere. That's not how it works. It's like, what do you want to do? Where do you want to travel? But this is how people think. You know, whatever happens, happens. Whatever the Lord has for me. You know, whatever happens, whatever happens. What if something negative happens? Right? <laughs> people are not intentional. I know some people that say, I mean, you would never say this, right? I know some people that would say, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. You don't want to get your hopes up? Well, I don't want to get too happy because I always get disappointed in the end. So I'm going to refuse to be happy, even though I should be happy. And what does that tell you about people? Isn't that insane? People that are afraid to be happy for a long period of time only because they're so familiar with disappointment? Mm. Does that sound like a powerful person to you? A person is powerless. See, the big issue, even though this may sound very logical and simplistic, common sense is not because it's not taught in schools. It's not taught in elementary. It's not taught in middle school. It's not taught in high school. It's not taught in college. You don't have a class that has you are powerful 101. Let me tell you why. Well, let me show you how to cultivate the power if you think you're not powerful. It's not taught. We're taught more about what we do wrong. We're taught more about our all the fallible and all the fallacies in life. Everything that we do wrong, everything, all the mistakes that we've made, we'll we'll taught, we'll have told, and we're confronted and accosted about that. But we've never been told that we're powerful, that we are limitless, that we can do anything, that we can change our reality, we can create our realities, that we can permeate this universe and be able to attract whatever we want. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, Fran. Hey, Jacqueline. How are you? How are you? Is everybody here with me? Are you listening? I don't see any comments below here. Cultivating your power, you must get around people who believe that they're powerful too. It doesn't matter how much you think you're powerful. You may say, well, I want to stay around my powerless friends. And let me tell you something. You may try and push and try to convince yourself and persuade yourself that you're powerful and push yourself through the adversities and the challenges of life and your business and your life and your marriages and your relationships, even with your body. And many people find themselves failing over and over again. And if they just 
if they would just open their eyes and understand that you got to raise the standards. Raise the standards of living. Raise the standards of who you spend your time with. Raise the standards of what you watch on TV. What do you look on when you're on your iPhone? What are you spending most of your screen time watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? Okay? Are you listening to information or audio that is reinforcing the new belief that you want to assimilate? Are you listening to music? That's telling you you need to get rich. You need to get a Lambo. You need to go chase women and chase girls. You need to have gold teeth and gold chains and or listen to music to tell you how you should be in love and love is a powerful thing and and this person cheated on you, but it's okay. You can still find the person of your dreams and all these love songs and you know, now you're thinking about love. Then you listen to the hip-hop and rap song and the trap songs, and they're just talking about nothing. You can't even relate to that stuff. But yet it's going inside of your mind. And you wonder why most people are so silly, uneducated, unintelligible people. You wonder why so many people are depressed and disappointed and just displeased with their lives. Pay attention to what they listen to. Pay attention to what they're watching. What are they doing? Are you with me here? Okay. Cultivating your power is understanding that you must protect your mind. Write that down, please. I must protect my mind. Okay? How many of you believe that you have to protect your mind? I don't think, you, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think you understand how important it is to protect your mind when you have a dream, when you have a desire, something that you want so badly, but yet only the 1% will ever achieve, I don't think you realize how important it is to protect your mind. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Well, Wesley, what do I need to protect my mind? from <laughs> listen for a second I want you to think about the world that you live in today think about the city the state the province wherever you live on the planet when you leave your house on a daily basis and do what you do do you think the world itself is set up and construct it for you to succeed greatly? Like, do you think the world is orchestrated in a way 
that when you leave your house, that everybody you meet, it's going to be a great experience. Every job you want, you're going to get hired. Every business you want to start, you're going to make money. Every customer that comes into your store, they're going to buy your stuff. Every man that you meet is going to like you. Every woman that you meet is going to like you. Every, everything just goes well. No. The world itself is not set up nor created for you to succeed. You get that? It's not. Okay? It is not set up for you to succeed and make millions of dollars and be successful and travel around the world and take care of your parents and take care of your family and do all the wonderful, extraordinary things that most people want to do. No. Okay. The world itself was not created for you to succeed. It was created for you to survive. Which means is, even though the world wasn't created for you to succeed, however, there's still an opportunity for you to succeed. Which means that even though when whatever man or woman decided to create the world, the streets, you know, the lights, the apartment buildings, the <clears throat> traffic lights, the trees and communities and neighborhoods and, you know, whoever created all that. They wasn't thinking, you know, we want people to succeed. So uh, we want everybody to be millionaires. So they set it up that way. No. No. They just want people to survive. They want people to have a place to stay. They want people to have food to eat, grocery stores. They want to have a place where people can pray, churches. Right? Just for you to survive. Bare minimum. However, if you protect your mind, you can succeed in a world that was only created for you to survive. Are you with me? Now that's called intelligence, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go a little deeper. See, listen, you may leave your house and go to work and it's five o'clock. And your buddy or your girl may say, girl, oh my God, let's go to happy hour. You know, let's go have a couple of drinks. You know, we worked all week. Oh, you know, let's go to this house party. Let's go hang out and Billy Bob having a house party. Diane, Belinda, she's having a house party. Maybe we'll meet some cute guys over there. Maybe meet some cute girls over there. Does it make sense? All right. <laughs> and then what you do, you be like, you know what? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I. But at that moment... You either forgot or didn't remember that you have a dream. And maybe you do know you have a dream, but you feel and think that one outing, one drink, you know, one night of fun, it's not going to disrupt or congest 
your success. And I'm here to tell you that everything counts, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you want to be rich, period. You know, if you want to be the 1%, everything counts. Everything that you do, everything that you don't do, it counts towards something that will be revealed to you in your future. Like you can't even do 99% of the deal and be rich. You got to do 100% of the deal, which means is, for example, when people ask you, hey, let's go out this weekend, you got to tell them no. Even though you want to. There's so many things in the world, in the universe, that you have to refute. Like you have to repudiate this stuff. You got to reject it. Because remember, the world wasn't created for you to succeed. Just to survive and have fun. That's it. The world itself is full of pleasures. It's full of vices and temptations. It was created for you to survive and feel good. Not to succeed, not to make millions of dollars, not to do what you want to do when you want to do it, not for you to be powerful, not for you to be the boss or the king or the queen. No. It was created for you to survive and to indulge into the pleasures of the world. But the pleasures, listen. The pleasures of the world that make you feel so good are distractive. These are distractions. And most of you don't see it. Do you not understand there are people on the planet? I don't know who these people are, but they want you to be distracted. They want you to go out on a weekend. They want you to go to the happy hours. They want you to go to the barbecues. They want you to go to the baby shower. They want you to go to the weddings. They want you to go hang out with friends. They want you to do the little two-day trip. They want you to do, they want you to be distracted from your dream, your goal. Why? Because you can't control a person that's powerful. But you can control a person that's powerless. A person that has addictions, that just got to smoke the weed or got to smoke the blunt, got to have the vape, got to have the cigarettes, got to have a drink. Those people are powerless. Those people can be controlled easily. Okay? Does that make sense? (laughs) Are you with me here? Prozac. Antidepressants. Do you believe powerful people take that crap? No. Powerless people. Powerless people believe that they have to depend on something else. Not themselves. Well, I need this for my anxiety. I need this so I can sleep better. I need this so I can calm down. I need this so I can de-stress. Okay? Okay? Many of you are being controlled. You don't even know it. Okay? And you're being controlled because you're constantly being seduced by the pleasures of the world. And let me tell you something. The world is full of pleasures, man. Okay? 
porn. Some of you men just can't, you know, you're just, you're just addicted to it. You just can't stop. You're not making no money. 30 plus strip clubs. Some of you men just can't take your mind off the female species. Just, just cannot. Yeah, I have some men that say, man, I just can't do it. I can't. I have, I know men that say, I just can't. I just can't, man. I, I need women. I need sex, everyone. I need, I need, I need, even women. I need, I just, man, I need sex. I need, I need, I need. You know what? Women like that. I don't even date women like that. I say, oh, I just need, I need it. Because see, a woman has said that she needed it all the time. And that she's not just talking about for one person. She makes mistakes. She's the type of woman that gets drunk and sleep with everybody. Sleep with Joe and Jerry and Bill. See, I can, like me personally, I can function without sex. Are you kidding me? I know somebody told me, I mean, I can't function without it. Like anyone, any woman that tell I can't function without sex, I'm not going to be with her. You got men like this? Of course you got men like this. And men don't realize their biggest distraction is the vagina. That's it. That's their biggest distraction, honestly. Women. Women put men into a trance. It's the most powerful trance on the planet. You know, we talk about hypnosis. Well, let me tell you something. Women are the hypnotic cancer to men. Cancer because they just distract them with ease. No effort, man. Women don't have to talk. They don't have to say nothing. They just show up. And the man is in a trance. Can't even focus on nothing. The man could be working on something, doing something. As soon as the woman show up, boom. He forgets everything. Forget about his goals and dreams. He just wanted to come over. And you wonder why you're broke, man. You wonder why you're not driving the car that you want to drive, living where you want to live, flying where you want to fly, doing what you want to do. You wonder why you feel so inferior to men like myself, or men that are wealthy, men that can do anything that we, you know, you know, men like me that we get teased. You know, oh, you just could use your money, get woman. You just use your money. You just got money. You know, that's some of the broken, most inferior men on the planet. Because deep down inside him, he wish he had the money. Of course, money makes life easier. It's just the truth. It, it just doesn't make my life easy. It makes women's life easier too. So if I got it, I mean, of course, if she's with me, then she's a part of the experience as well. And a lot of men, they don't like that. And the reason why they don't like it because of this deep insecurity within them. Because they just don't believe they can do it. They don't believe they'll ever be that type of person. So they'll rather shit on men like myself. Or they'll rather say, well, you know, it's not all about money. I want a woman to love me for myself. That's just a man that's just stupid. You know, just straight stupidity. He doesn't even understand what he's saying. He's saying that he wants a woman to want the broken him. To him to have nothing. I know some men that say, well, I want her to know... I want her to love me if I had nothing. 
And I think to myself, would you want your daughter to be with a man that has nothing? That's what you wish for her? You want your daughter to love a man he has no money at all, can't take care of her financially, struggling financially, she's stressed out, and you want him, her to love him? <laughs> no, sir. Right? You know I'm right. Men and women. I, listen, I'm just teaching you how to be a powerful person. See, powerful people, they can say no to the pleasures of the world. People ask me every weekend, hey, Wes, let's go on. Hey, let's do this. Wes, let me come over there. I miss you, Wes. I want to come do this. Do you, you, I mean, you can't even imagine how many requests I get. And I'm not trying to, I swear to God, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm being transparent. You wouldn't be surprised the type of people that are trying to come over here. Women. And trying to give me a good time. And let me tell you something. Some of them will. Some of them can. And some of them I desire. And I won't. But I won't do it. You may say why. Because I'm focused. That's it. Like I'm truly focused. I'm just not. See a lot of you say I'm focused. But. I'm focused. But. Man I had to go to that guy. I'm focused, I, but I had to go, man. She wanted me. Nah, not me. I mean, I know. <laughs> I got women that just want. They just can't even believe it, man. You know, they just can't even believe it. You know, they think I'm lying. They say, "Oh, you just don't want to see me." I'm just letting you know what women say. You know, "Oh, you just don't want to see me." You just, you just whatever. What are you lying? You you got somebody else over. There. I'm like, what? It's nobody at my house. It's me. Just me. Me and the laptop, me and the girls. My girls are my laptops. The things that make me money. I'm cultivating my skill every single day. Immensely. Hours. Every day. And I love it. But you can't do that. And if you can do it, you can't, you have no longevity. Okay? To cultivate your power, you must separate from the masses, period. You must start to consume your mind immensely with the skill or the activities that you want to cultivate in your life. Okay? You have to protect your mind. Protect yourself from the foolishness. Protect yourself from the pleasures of the world. All the things that you want to do. See, this is how I began to think in my later 20s that I say, you know what? When I'm focused, I'm only going to do the thing that's going to add value to the progression of my goals. And you know what I discovered? Almost everything I was doing was not adding value to my goals and dreams. Almost everything. 
Many of you may say, well, Wes, what do I need to do to make a million? What do I need to do to change my life? What do I need to do? No, it's not about what you need to do. It's what you need to stop doing. Stop acting like a fool. Stop being foolish. Stop the addictions. Okay? Let some people go. Cut them off. Spend some time with yourself to get to know who you really are. As a matter of fact, you need to get to know who you want to be. I was talking to a, a friend earlier and, you know, the, the biggest problem was, you know, she was just telling me this, 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 this. And I'm saying, you know, your biggest problem is you. And I, and I told her this before. I said, you just don't know what you want. She's the type of woman. She's very beautiful, right? Very attractive woman. And she's the type of woman that can get what she want from people, especially men. Right. She show up. They coming. She's just got that type of beauty. And she get it. But then she'll discover she don't really want it. Some of you don't realize that some of the things you think you want and you get it. And then you're like, well, that wasn't all that. Well, I don't, that's not enough. Women are like this. You say, oh, you know, I want this purse. They get the purse. Now what? Well, you know, I want to travel. You travel a little bit. Now what? You got to go deeper. It took me months to really understand what I wanted for my life. Months. To really discover, you know, Wesley, what did I want? I thought I knew, but I didn't know. And that's what you have to do as well. And listen, it's no easy feat. I would never say that it's simple to determine what you want as an individual. Because it's very simple and easy to be very vague. Oh, I want to be rich. I want a millionaire. I want a good husband. I want a good wife. I want some kids. Well, I want a family. I want a big house on the hill. But that's vague. There's no depth to that. It's not a purpose. It's not a reason to get out of your bed every single morning. No. Got to have something deeper. Something more detailed. Okay. Come at the word. I love this. If you're loving this right now. Am I giving you value or what? Okay. I don't have a script in front of me. I'm just talking to you from the top of my heart. Because I want you to win. I'm winning. You hear me? I'm winning, boo-boo. I'm killing the game. Financially, emotionally, spiritually, with my relationship, I'm killing it. I'm doing well. And I want you to do well, too. I want you to begin to raise your standards and begin to perfect intentionally every area of your life. Every day when you leave your house, you should say, okay, you know what? 
What do I need to do from a physicality standpoint? My health. What can I eat? Do I need to go to the gym? How about my emotional intelligence? What do I need to do to work on that? How about my relationship with other people? How about the relationship with myself? How do I speak to myself? How do I speak to others? Okay. My spirituality, who I believe in. Okay. That's how I live my life. And this is why I'm such a fascinating man. This is why people pay me so much money to have a conversation with me. That's why so many people trust me. This is why so many people believe in my message. Because every day of my life, I'm cultivating the power that lies within me every day. And I would do it until I die. And most people won't understand me. You know, some people are like, Wes, you never take a break. Can you just take a break? Come on, let's just go to the, let's just go to here. Let's go here. Let's go to the restaurant. Let's go to the movie. Let's go here. I can't. No, I can't. You don't get it, do you? Somebody told me the other day, well, Wes, you just got to live life. You know, you got to have fun. I am living life. I don't know why people think that living life means like, I don't know, going out to a restaurant or going somewhere and do Like, I'm living life right now. I'm fulfilling my purpose. That's very enjoyable for me. Reading, playing chess, working out. Okay? Like, I, I'm, I'm living life. But many people would never understand that. Because living life to them is something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. At all. But let me tell you something. I'm living my best life with what I'm currently doing. And I'm grateful for it. I'm excited about it. And I wish everybody had a purpose so they can be excited about it as well. Then you understand where I'm coming from. You'll understand why I choose on weekends. I'm not going out for what? Just waste my time. I'm working. Payback, what are you doing for the weekend? I'm working. What else am I going to do? It's work time. This is not play, play time. It's work time. I really wish that more people would discover their purpose and decide what their purpose is because now... They will understand people who have a purpose. That's why it's difficult for me to date certain people because, you know, women don't typically date men who have a purpose. That's much more greater than money. I'm going to have money for the rest of my life. So what? But I have a reason to live. I have a reason to get up in the morning that is not tangible. You know how that feels? Many of you don't. <laughs> Any questions for me? Did you get value here? Comment, I love this if you love this, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Comment, I love this. I really love this rant if you got value here tonight.
Thank you, Donna, for the hearts. Okay. Come at the word. I love this. If you really found value in what I shared here tonight with you. Because every night that I do this on my Instagram account, by the way, it's from the heart, man. It really is. It's not scripted. I like I honestly adore all of you because you have trusted me to be your mentor, your millionaire mentor. And even though you're looking at a dark screen right now, if you're on Instagram, if you're on my podcast, you're listening to my voice. But you've made a decision to believe in me. And the more that you believe in me, it will allow you to apply some of this information to your life. And that's all I want you to do. I want you to begin to apply it. I want you to apply it with confidence, with certainty. I want you to eradicate doubt. I want you to move forward. I want you, don't trust me, trust yourself. Trust that you have the same abilities and the capabilities as myself to create the life that you want. You got to realize that's a reprogramming that is happening in all of you. Okay, you're being reprogrammed, which means is it may take some time to reprogram that mind of yours. Okay. Some of you are 40, 50, 60 years old. So some of you have 10, 20, 30 years of certain beliefs that just didn't serve you properly. Because you didn't learn this early in life. And if you're in your 20s or you're a teenager, well, you better thank God that you're hearing it now. Because now you have an opportunity to, to choose to listen or choose not to listen. But it's just your decision to make. But at least you're aware of the information here. Any questions for me, folks? Talk to me. Any questions about the top? How many How many of you now, you feel more powerful than ever before? Okay. Like I gave you the techniques. I gave you the methods and the theme mechanistically what you need to do now at this moment to begin to be a powerful person. Okay. What's the question for me, folks? Talk to me. Any questions here? Just want to give you the opportunity to pick my brain. Give you the opportunity to have a conversation or some dialogue with a millionaire, uh, which is myself. And I'm here to help if you want it. What was the biggest L before you realized to push forward your true goals? Well, I mean, I lost partnerships, partnerships with millionaires that I thought was going to work out and it didn't. That's a big L. Which book should I read first? Think and Grow Rich or Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself? Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself. <sighs> mm. That's what hurts when you don't hear until you're older. Now listen, for all my older individuals, for all my 40-plus babies, 
Where my 40 plus babies at? Right? Listen, it's not too late. There's many people, Steve Harvey. You know, Steve Harvey didn't hit great success until 50 plus. You know, um, Samuel L. Jackson. He didn't reach his height of success until after 40. Like he began at 40. And he started to see the sex at 50. I mean, so this is never too late. So many people that started in their 50s and 40s and 60s. And now they're very successful people. It's not too late. Okay. But you should be more serious now. Because you should understand that the circumstances and the life that you want to create is serious. You know, you're not 20 anymore. You're 40, you're 50. So you should be more committed and more serious than the 20-year-old. Okay? How to be a high-value woman and be nurturing and submissive at the same time? Well, listen, Glow Glam Queen. A high-value woman is nurturing and submissive. I think sometimes women, you compare the attributes of a high-value man and a high-value woman, like they're synonymous. They're not. It's different characteristics and traits of a high-value woman. High-value woman, nurturing, agreeable, submissive, great listener, a supporter, loyal. Okay? That's high-value. Especially in a relationship with a man. Okay. The kiss on my store today is for you. Well, thank you so much, Yolanda. L.A. Mahila. How do you lose partnerships? Well, I had a partnership with a millionaire. I've told the story before, but <clears throat> in my 20s, I had a partnership with a millionaire. And I spent eight months and a lot of money and a lot of time making it work. And when we got to month number nine, we were getting ready to lunch, and he decided to back out. That happened to me twice, back to back. But I kept going forward. Where did the term high-value man come from? I have no clue, honestly. (laughs) I have no idea. But it sounds good, doesn't it? I mean, does it... Look, does a woman want a low-value man or a high-value man? (laughs) High-value means something that's valuable, okay? Just like diamonds are cubic zirconium, you know? Diamonds are more expensive, more valuable than cubic zirconiums, right? Gold is more valuable than silver, okay? So it's just a metaphor. How long did it keep? How long did you keep the $100 on your floor and what did you manifest? Um, So, you know, it's so fun. I kept that on my floor for years, by the way. So it was on my floor and taught me a million dollars. If I'm being honest with you. Like that money that was in my previous apartment, it was on that floor for a very long time. For years. And even the day that I made the million, I mean, it was still there. Obviously, when I went to the next place, I didn't need to do it any longer, so, because I was rich. How did you feel when you bought your first Lambo? I felt good, Mr. Millionaire King. Felt 
felt very elated, you know. I still remember going into the dealership, talking to the little cute Latina at the front desk. And, you know, I ended up taking a picture with her in front of the car with the uh, deal. I should have got a number, but I didn't. But uh, <laughs> I took a picture with a, oh, I think she had a boyfriend. But uh, I took a picture with um, the uh, salesperson as well, Lamborghini Houston. I think I still have that picture on my Instagram somewhere. You have to go back maybe eight or nine years ago. But yeah, it felt great. I don't know the story of the $100. Yeah, you need to go listen to my podcast. You said in the rant that you isolated yourself for a full year. Not seeing anyone for a full year until reaching your goal. Yeah, absolutely. It was more than one year, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I just ignored people, everybody. Kind of what I'm doing right now, honestly. <laughs> uh, Why well, take nine months? What were you setting up? Yeah, we created like our own 7dayfitness.com. So you have to write the copy. You have to re-record the videos. So, you know, at that time, it took some time to create a product online. It's a lot that goes um, that's involved in product creation. But now, obviously, you can launch products very quickly now. Questions here. Should a man who uses his money to control women in a negative way should be considered a high-value man? A man who has at least one million in the bank? Well, no, a high-value man is not a man that can control a woman, right? Um, but, you know, all that is speculative, right? I mean... One woman says, oh, he's trying to control me. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know the issue. I think everybody, you can't really generalize, right? And just say that men that have money trying to control women. Um, but I think any form of control is just unfair. It's wrong, right? But everybody interprets control very differently. So you just, you never know, you know. But no, I wouldn't say that a high value man it's not a man who controls women in a negative way. Of course not. You seem to get tired every time you answer partnerships. Did you do something to mess up the deal? Or did they do shit? <laughs> what? <laughs> I got tired? <laughs> no, man. Uh, the deal just didn't go through, man. He just didn't want to. Uh, I forgot why they didn't do the deal. It just, I don't know. It just, the market wasn't there. Did you have a mentor? I did not. Which is why I mentor you guys. Because I didn't have a mentor. Hey, Moonshine, Megan, how are you? Por que? 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 Ski toddler. Saint, hey, what's going on? Did you step on the money on the floor? Of course I did. I mean, the money was literally everywhere in my apartment. Hola, Pilar. Giovanna. Giovanni. Hovanna. <laughs> How do I build resilience? Easy, by taking a leap of faith, Blanche. Like, if you want to be resilient, you have to just go out there and take a risk. 
See what you're made of. Go for it. Fail a little bit. I tell people, fail. Go out there and just fail. Do stuff. I do things that you've never done before. Go for it and fail. It's okay. You have to harness failure in the words of Felix Dennis. In the words of Felix Dennis, he was a billionaire. He died, but he said, if you don't harness failure, you'll never be rich. Got to get used to it. Get familiar. Like rejection and people telling you no. So what? All right? Do you schedule your time during the day so you get what you want? Get done what you want? Do you just go with what you're doing? Trying to figure out what my best time management tool should be. I mean, honestly, I do the same thing every day. So it's nothing to schedule. Everything's done. All right? I mean, I do the same thing every day. I get up. I meditate, work out, come home, I eat, meditate again, I work, 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 work. And I mean, that's it. That's just, it's the same schedule every day for the past 10 years. Okay. So I wouldn't, I don't really believe in time management. Can't manage time because everybody gets 24 hours a day. But what I do believe is that you can manage your moves. You can manage what you do and just do the things that's going to add the most value to your life. If you're in the business, but do the things in the business that's going to pay you the most money. Everything else is just useless. I'm from Panama. I will be a millionaire. Thanks, Wes. I believe. I believe you will as well. How to overcome over-analysis and know this choice is the correct choice. So... It's not important for the choice to be the correct choice. It's just important for you just to make a choice. Okay? Like, it's not about just doing the right thing at the right time. Just do the thing. Okay? Just do something. Eventually, you will do the right thing that will get you the result that you want. Right? But you can't spend so much time thinking about, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? I don't know. Is this right? Is this right? I mean, come on. Just go out there. Do exactly what you did as a baby when you tried to walk. You didn't ask your mom, hey, should I walk? Should I use the left leg or the right leg first? No, just go. And you'll figure it out. And you will. What's your next car? I don't know. Is it hard to get rich or to stay rich? Uh, get rich. It is harder to get rich. Top three things you're grateful for. Myself, my children, and you. What's next? How much for a one-on-one? $50,000. Okay. Any books you recommend for sales? How to win friends and influence people. What's up, Nessa? Jalisa, how are you? When is the next Genie Script Zoom call? Uh, I believe it's next week, I believe. Tuesday. What's next here? 
Next question, please. Folks, did you get value here tonight? Comment below if you got value. Hey, Chef Tingles, how are you? It's hard to be rich. Uh, that's pretty difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. What spiritual or energetic practices do you have in your day? I just meditate. That's it. I stopped talking to my dad because he's negative to me. I feel a little guilty. Don't. I think somebody's smoking weed. I hate the smell of weed, honestly. What's next here? How long do you meditate and how often? Three times a day, 20 minutes each time. If you if you only have 50K, how would you flip it? I'll buy a house and just rent it out. How do you meditate if you're feeling anxiety? Take a deep breath and exhale slow. Like whenever you're feeling stressed, just take a deep breath through your nose and exhale slow. It's magical. Okay. You're very welcome for the rant. All right. If there's no more questions here, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. And I want you to know that I'm proud of you. I love you. Never forget that I love you. And I really mean that. Like, I'm not just saying, like, I'm talking to a woman. You know, you know when you're dealing with a woman, you're like, oh, I love you too. Especially during sex and you're just lying. Mm -mm. I'm not, I'm not, that's not the type of love I'm talking about. I'm just kidding. No, but I genuinely love you. Okay. I care about you. That's why I do this. I love all of you. Wesley, why can I see you? Oh, because I don't want to be seen. Not right now. <laughs> How and where I can start with a small capital investment? Um, depends on what you want to do. If today was your last day on earth, what would your last message be to the world? In life, you don't get what you want. You get what you picture. That's it. Now I die. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I love all of you. I do, and I appreciate you so much, and I have so much respect for all of you. So I'll see you soon in the next rant. And remember, if you ever have a topic, just send me a DM. If you have a topic, just send me a DM. I'll talk about your individual topic on the rant here because I'm here to help. So the more questions I have from you, I will talk about them and speak about them on the rant just for you. So much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. And let's go.